When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Jack from the Horrible Movie Podcast. Each week, producer Phil, a guest, and I watch a horrible theater-released movie. We record our conversation, and then we tear that movie to shreds. We keep it family-friendly, so gather the family around the old smartphone, laptop, or tablet and join in on the fun. Just like all the great Studio DNA podcasts, find the Horrible Movie Podcast at Spreaker.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts can be found. Remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. to episode 21 of Sports Yak being brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet in Elkhart. Big and Tall Outlet features big and tall men's clothing from many of the leading big men's catalogs for 50% off MSRP, which stands for Manufacturer's Suggested Retail Price. That's Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart and at BigandTallOutlet.com. I like shopping there. Why? Because big, big guys, guys got to look, look good, good too. too. Uh, I think you went to college with uh kim does that ring a bell kim layman kim layman and i went to youth group together oh napanee missionary church circa 1996 through 99 ish i think would she you like been... to introduce that voice i would <laughs> just thrown a voice on there and we haven't really introduced him by the way i'm chuck he's Corey. <laughs> thank and... you this is matt ingle he's a dear friend for many 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 years and matt is from the bremen area Hello. uh lives in south bend uh matt is my chess coach oh uh, Matt is my uh, small group men's leader for a good chunk of uh, time. Uh, Matt is my uh, friend, yeah, and we'll leave it. it at that. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. We've had a we've had a lot of life together, and Matt will tell you the story of how he used to used to listen to his favorite DJ Taylor Richards when he was in fifth grade. Got upset for walking over all the songs while he was trying to record them on well, his cassette. Top nine uh, at nine every nine o'clock every weeknight. <laughs> And Matt, what do you do now? Let's uh, give give people a taste of what Matt Ingle does in this world. Well, first and foremost, I am a father of two children, Alex and Evelyn. And uh, then what I get paid to do is uh, talk about songs with uh, radio programmers. And record labels hire me to get songs played on the radio. So the job is considered is called national promotions or a promoter, music promoter, radio promoter. So I do that. I also am the editor for a trade magazine called All Access, the music and radio trade magazine um, based out of uh, Malibu, California. 
So at this point, you have yet to mention the word sports. This show is sports yak. Are you ready to yak <laughs> about sports? I. This is why I'm here, Chuck. Okay. He likes sports. I was a as do we. I was a sports writer for the South Bend Tribune all the way through college. How about that? Uh, there you worked go. with Bill Belinsky. Still he there, me. sports yep. editor of the South Bend Tribune. He's a good man. Yes, hired he Hired me as a freshman. And Kurt Rollo, I don't know if you – I'm sure you remember that name. Kurt now is the uh, the leader of the pennant, the student – he handles all the student media teaching over at Penn High School. Oh, that's oh. right. Okay. Uh, would you consider Bill Belinsky like a mentor to you? Yeah, I definitely considered Bill a mentor. Uh, David Haw was there, right? Uh, he was there about a year – um, my first year was his last year before he moved on to to work for the Bears. Well, and he doesn't he doesn't work for the Bears. He well, the he Chicago wrote for the Chicago Tribune, Tribune yeah. covering the Bears. Right, still covers the Bears. Still yes. covers the Bears. Yes. What would be the one big takeaway from your sports writing times from your peers and your your mentors? Like, what was the one big thing you learned from them about writing sports? Well, I think to always find the story. In the game, there's always a there's a moment, there's a turnaround mm-hmm. in every game. There's a there's a moment that uh, you could. What I would tend to do is just write. Here's what happened from the start to finish, and guys like Kurt and Bill and David would be like, "Hey, let's let's take something here. Let's create a let's paint a picture. How did the game start? Let's take people to that moment when there was a there's a clim- the climactic moment of the of the game. Okay. Create a create a paint a picture. Get people reeled in." It's kind of basic journalism, but... Most memorable sporting event that you covered? That was my next question, Oh, that's Chuck. a good one. Man, there's so many. Uh, I mean, I covered... So I was a college student uh, coming in. Uh, they put me on all of the the stuff that nobody else wanted to cover. I covered mm-hmm. Michigan volleyball. Yeah. yeah. I covered mi- <laughs> essentially Michigan everything. Uh, so, you know, as a... A fresh, you know, freshman in college driving up to Berrien Springs in February to cover a basketball game that nobody else wanted to cover. I would right. be the one to do that. Um, you know, it's interesting. The thing that I remember the most, uh, it might not have been the most important thing, but to me, the, one of the coolest memories is I covered um, girls volleyball in Indiana. Uh, this would have been 2000 when I think Mishawaka went, Mishawaka Marion went to the state championship and I had been following them all year. That was my job. And so when, you, when you're with a team and you're following the sport so much, you just start yeah. getting attached. And I was like, this is actually pretty cool. I'm watching this team from the start of the season yeah. all the way to the end. Uh, but, I mean, there were so many different things, some Notre Dame events and stuff that I got to cover. That were College at Bethel. Went to Bethel College. He's a pilot. They yeah. had a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Won a couple of games. I texted Ryan, don't get stung. I had to look up that they were the bees. St. Ambrose bees, Mm -hmm. yes. I had to Google that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Are you ready to jump in, gentlemen? Sure. The Studio DNA Network presents Sports Yak. Two guys talking sports and stuff like that. And stuff. And other stuff. And now here are your hosts, Corey Mann and Chuck Freebie. Take it away, you dopes. Chicago Bears are number one. I want to say this as often as we can because we know it fluctuates. Well, in the NFC North, they are number one. They got an easy 41-9 win over a hapless Buffalo team yesterday. Bears defense outscored the Bills offense. That's how bad Buffalo is. 
Buffalo finally scored a touchdown in the game. It was their first touchdown in the last 39 possessions mm-hmm. that they've had. I mean, they're just bad. I wrote down a, a Seinfeld stat during they're, the game. Well, their quarterback by Jay Peter. I excuse me, Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman. Uh, you know how to make a turnover. You just don't know how to score from a turnover. Well, the Bears did because they scored on two of those turnovers. But I think the Bills had like they've had 15 turnovers in this season and only scored on that turnover seven times. I think hmm. it was stinky, stinky. <laughs> Are you going to the Bills Stadium? This I'm going to be in Buffalo on Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> long Take the story. tour of the beautiful yeah. whatever. You're better stadium. off going to see the Sabers than the Bills. I think. I think we'll be seeing them too. It's a uh, kind of music industry field trip to Buffalo in November. Sounds delightful. <laughs> Where there's better no than, game being played. It's better no than game. Buffalo in January, I can tell you that. Yeah, it only gets worse from here. Yeah, I wow. heard you say this on the uh, sports this morning. Matthew Stafford sacked 10 times yesterday. Yes. That Do you know what the record is? I don't know what the record is, but that's got to be approaching it. It's got to be a sore that, puppy getting up. That Warren dude's Moon, not going to get out of bed until Wednesday. Warren Moon and Donovan McNabb have been sacked 12 times each in a single game. Then there's an 11, then there's 10. But still 10. Ouch. Yeah. So the Vikings did a number on the Lions, 24-9. Bears play the Lions next Sunday. Ooh. Let's see what else happened yesterday. Don't get overconfident, though. (laughs) Saints win, Bears win, Vikings win, Patriots win. Las Vegas loses. Las Vegas Mm. lost big time. So story posted on ESPN this morning. And and I don't know. I am not a sports gambler. Are you a gambler of the game? I'm not. I do fantasy football, but I don't know. But you've never – have you ever bet on a game before? No? No. So, apparently yesterday was a real good day for favorites. And favorites tend to be what the public bets on. Mm -hmm. And uh, yesterday, well, although underdogs like the Saints, a lot of people bet on the Saints. um, But Vegas yesterday estimates its losses between 7 and $10 million in one Sunday. <laughs> Said it might be the worst Sunday ever. Now, let's not hold a telethon for them because in the month of September, Las Vegas sportsbooks made $53 million off the gambling public. Wow. I don't even know how to gamble. I don't know how to call Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah. I don't know how to do a website. Same. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. Guys, uh, out of left field, I, I got to stop and answer this text. It is from the president. Oh yes, uh, You're those too. It yeah. is from the president. So that's a different my... number than he sends me. From oh, the... you got a different number for you? Yeah. We must win Indiana tomorrow. I'm going to send him a poopy emoji because I think that'd be funny. <laughs> I'm sure he's never gotten that. He'll be like, "What is this?" He's got people that'll tell him. So the big four in the NFL that have are start of started to float to the top, like the ones you got your big four, and then you got everybody else. Would it be Rams? Who did lose. I'd say the Rams and the Saints in the NFC. Mm -hmm. Uh, Patriots and Chiefs? Chiefs. Yes, for sure. In the AFC. And the Chicago Bears are number one. (laughs) In their division. Mm -hmm. Do either of you guys do fantasy football? I've done it before, but I don't do it now. I don't do it simply because I would rather, Matt, like let's say you're the uh, commissioner. I would rather go, I would like to be the Chicago Bears this season, and that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to trade players. I don't want to. I don't want you yelling at me midseason or whatever, but there's so much. Eh. Mm-hmm. But I do like the, we talked about this early on, 
where you can choose a team each week, uh, but you but you can't choose them twice. Right. What was that called? Oh, I want to say it's like a Deadpool or something. Yeah, like that. Like I kind of like that. Like, uh, let's say I were to choose the Vikings this past weekend, and and they, and win. they win, I'm in, but You're I'm not allowed alive. to use them. You can't anymore. You can't go back to the Vikings. You Maybe next year. Maybe next year we'll oh. do something between us. Okay. Hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. I just wanted to see that look on your face <laughs> that he just gave. He's me not that. buying it. No. Literally. What's your week look like? I know what you do on Tuesdays during the day. Yeah, we go to the Brian Kelly press conference. What do you think that'll be like tomorrow? Uh, it'll be a lot of Brian, you know, just talking about trusting the process, hoping Drew Tranquil is feeling better. Yeah, it's going to be cold. Hopefully that works to our advantage against Florida State. And uh, – People ask him, where do you think you should be ranked? And he'll say, I don't know. They're taking more votes later this year. We just have to worry about beating Florida State, which is true. Did you watch the game on Saturday night? I've watched every game, yeah. And as a fan, what did you think? Um, It was everything that I think everybody expected, most people expected. I mean, it was a close game. It was closer than anybody wanted it to be if you're a Notre Dame fan, for sure. But I think a 10-point victory was just about – then what everybody expected. Seventeen went to three in a heck of a hurry in the fourth quarter, and I think that got some people a little sweaty. That's painful. But Ian Book remains Mr. Laid back, Mr. Calm under pressure, made a beautiful fake on a bootleg run for the touchdown mm-hmm. and uh, threw the ball very well. And Notre Dame beats Northwestern 31-21. I still am astonished that the Irish special teams are as bad as they right. are. I mean, every mm-hmm. week there's some sort of special teams just failure. Yeah. Block punt this time. Uh, also kickoff going out of bounds. So there's two. And and I'm still not sold on this offensive line in terms of being able to run the football. Mm-hmm. At some point to beat one of these really good teams, also known as Alabama or Clemson, you're going to have to be able to run the football with some consistency, and they can't do it yet. And here we are, game nine. Now, I know, let's not weep any tears for the Irish. They're 9-0, and so maybe this is nitpicking a little bit. But if you're looking ahead to the playoff picture and playing these big dogs, you got to be able to run the ball better than what they do right now. Is right. Ian Book becoming or on the pathway to being one of Notre Dame's best quarterbacks? Well, from a completion percentage standpoint, yeah. he certainly is. Yeah. I what mean, he, if, if you're going to be considered one of the great quarterbacks in Irish history, you know what you have to do. Give it to me. you got to win a championship. Thank you. There's that. you got to have a ring. Yeah. All it right. don't mean a thing if you ain't got the ring. <laughs> Clemson wins. Big. Huge. Michigan 77 wins. points. That's a big score. Yeah. Points. Yeah. You know who they scored the 77 on? Notre Dame's former defensive coordinator, Brian Van Gorder. Mm, yeah, did not know that. Yeah, Michigan wins. Michigan won handily over Penn State. They made a statement. LSU pooped the bed. They're playing Alabama. <laughs> yeah. what, why did anybody expect LSU was going to win that game? Now, maybe be more competitive than what they were right. at home. But you're you're playing Alabama. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name drop Mac Powell from Third Day. Yeah, Bama versus ND gonna happen. Ugh. I respond, yeah, I think it's a David versus Goliath in the near future. So who's David and who's Goliath? Smiley face. 
Yeah, well, uh, that's, I haven't responded to that. Yet. That's a troll. How do you beat Alabama, Chuck Freeby? How do you beat them? I'm not sure there's a college team that can right now. Defensively, they get better each and every week. Yeah. Defensively, they are a juggernaut right now. Now, I think offensively, they have some things that they would like to improve, but their quarterback is really, really efficient. And again, for them, it's they probably look at their running game and say, it's not what we would like it to be. That seems to be about the only flaw on this on that team. They and they missed an extra point. So mm-hmm. their special teams coach probably got a finger chopped off. <laughs> and Tua threw an interception. And Tua threw his first interception of the year, nine games into the season. Matt, you have a older brother or younger brother? Younger brother. Younger brother. Let's say you're the head coach of a college football team and you're doing pretty well. You've got power. Your little brother is a NFL head coach that might be losing his job in the near future. Would you consider hiring your brother to be on your staff? Yeah, I'd consider it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if he's if he's qualified, for sure. Is that happening at all in it, college football right now? Do we have any brothers that are coaching together? Probably at lower levels, but certainly not. Yeah, I can't think of any high-level ones. The Stoops family used to be together. Right. Uh, but one of them's at Kentucky right now and, and doing a pretty good job, even though they lost to Georgia on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Could you see the Harbaugh brothers on the sidelines together? Do no, you think John I, would go work with Jim? Jim? No, because John's already an accomplished NFL coach. He's not going to go work for his brother. Yeah. Who's older? John, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. the playoffs were this next weekend, mm-hmm. who would it be? I'm guessing the committee rankings tomorrow will go Alabama 1, Clemson 2, Notre Dame 3, Michigan 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the poll that came out yesterday are those previous polls. The playoff poll doesn't come off out till, till tomorrow. Tuesday night Tuesday. at 7. Okay, so it could be different from what we're looking at from yeah. yesterday. And actually tomorrow night it might be a little bit later because I think ESPN's running it between games of a college basketball doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Which, are we going to talk about that? Well, we can. Before we jump into basketball, let me talk about Big and Tall Outlet in Elkhart on Napanee Street. Man, I hope you're not messing around. Christmas is right around the corner. And if you got a big guy in your family, in your life, this is the place you need to stop by and shop. Is that big guy a Cubs fan? Majestic Chicago Cubs Gold Series Tees. MSRP $40, their price $20. Those bad boys go up to 6X. How about a World Series jersey? Just two years ago, Rizzo, Golden Glove winner. Bryant, probably one of your family members' favorites. $99.99, goes up to 6X. Full blue classic fit black denim jeans, $22.50. And I tell you what, right when you walk in the store, their hoodie game is game on. All kinds of sports teams to choose from. Bigandtalloutlet.com or stop by and visit them on Napanee Street in Elkhart. Please tell them the Sports Yak sent you. Here's what the critics are saying about the Sports Yak podcast. You guys suck! Find your happiness with the Sports Yak Podcast, wherever you listen or download podcasts. We've got Kentucky, number two Kentucky against number four Duke. Number 
Duke being number four is generous. Right. <laughs> but uh, they do have Zion Williamson, who is supposedly right. well, the guess, greatest thing since Romeo Langford. Right. They've got like the three or four best freshmen in basketball. And then then Kansas, number one, plays number 10, Michigan State? Yes. Those are some really great games to start the season. Yeah. A little bit better than what you're going to get out of your garden variety opener. Right. Notre Dame plays UIC tomorrow at the Purcell Pavilion. I got Pavilion. Uh, $10 tickets for tomorrow night's yeah. game. IU plays Chicago State right. tomorrow night on 103.1 FM. Well, well since we're on the uh, precipice, the evening, the eve of, Final Four, go. Oh, golly. Final Four for college basketball this year. to you as well. Um, boy, it's... It's tough for me to go with either Duke or Kentucky because they both have so many freshmen on their team, but yeah. usually one of them's in there. I'll I'll say this is Kentucky's year to get okay. to the Final Four. Um, I'll go with Kansas. I'll go with um, – does a Big Ten team get in there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure that they do. Yeah. Um ACC, how about Carolina? Mm-hmm. That's usually a safe bet. And then let's go with some off-the-wall type of, you know, there will be a fourth one that's just a wild card. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Loyola's going back, but that, yeah. you know, knows, that kind yeah. of team. Matt Engel, uh, guest to the show, Final Four. I'm going to put Gonzaga. Okay, that's four. not a bad choice. Uh, definitely Kansas. But, you know, again, <laughs> so yeah. many possibilities for upsets uh, between now and then. Uh, yeah, between Duke and Kentucky, I would say Kentucky only because they don't have all freshmen this year. They actually have right. a couple guys returning. Um, and then Carolina's a good one, too. I think they've got a lot of guys coming back. And you're speaking so. of South Carolina. <laughs> right, the Gamecocks. Mm-hmm. No, North Carolina for sure. All right. Although I do like Frank Martin, the South Carolina head coach, because I think he's a very – much a disciplinarian, and mm-hmm. he's outspoken on the fact that, you know, when parents watch basketball games, they should just cheer for their child and keep their mouth shut otherwise. <laughs> we'll put a plug Lesson in learned. for Notre Dame women's basketball. You can hear that game on Pulse FM Friday afternoon at 4. Yes. Right? Harvard comes to town. Harvard features a senior captain from St. Joe High School by the name of Madeline Raster, so oh. she'll be making a homecoming here to Purcell Pavilion has a lot of tickets, I think, waiting, people waiting for her. She comes from a big family. I think they have eight kids. Oh, wow. So she grew up around here. She probably went to those games growing oh, up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And now she's on the opposite side playing in that arena. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Against the defending national champions. Oh, that's right. Back to work, Chuck Freebie. Back, Back for seconds. <laughs> Back for seconds. I'm Speaking sorry. of seconds, anybody want another cookie? Let's hit the pause button. Let's go local for this new business that's opened up previous or recently. Insomnia Cookies. You went in there today, Matt. Give us your just paint us a picture, much like you did back when you were a sports writer. <laughs> what did you see? What did you like? What do they need to work on? Oh, I mean, all of these an insomnia cookie, if anybody knows anything about the brand, it's really not about aesthetics. It's about it's three in the morning and it's still time to make one last bad decision for the night. <laughs> so, Which I think it says on the box right here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's part of their branding. 
still time for one last bad decision. Um, so there's not a whole lot on the walls or anything. There's like, I think there's a clock, and then there's a little menu board. And uh, Opened at 9. Opens at 9 a.m. and goes until 3 a.m. That's just it, bizarre. It's, but these are pretty iconic. I mean, I've been to – I mean, there's, there's a handful in Chicago – um, mostly college towns. I was going to say, they're supposedly had, very big in college towns. Yes. Which yeah. I can understand. Makes sense. And they deliver them to right. students. They will, they go Oh, they out. deliver. So yeah. you can order yours online and then. And they're close by, so they'll be delivered warm. Were there a lot of line bikes out front for the delivery? That's a great question. No. Mm. Uh, I, I will say this as part of my review, and I hope this doesn't cost us a potential sponsor. Should have probably left the cookie in the oven just about a minute or two longer. Mm. I like a soft cookie. I really do. But this almost tasted like, ah, eh, there's a little bit of raw cookie dough in there. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of falling through Maybe the cracks in your fingers. Yeah. Well, some Did people... they offer any uh, T-shirts or branding? Uh, no, that's the thing. Yeah, it was very, it's very plain in there. It's okay. very uh, almost uh, like clinical, I would almost say. Right. Kind of very... Sports Yak. Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Uh, back into sports, he's already tweeted this out. I was really hoping for the exclusive, but maybe we have the audio exclusive as opposed to the social media exclusive well yeah i'm sorry people have people have a right to know as mark kelly once told me over at wndu people have a right to know the people have a right to know (laughs) when it comes down to uh game of the week of course you've you've covered this before it's uh got to make some money got to get some sponsors involved but it's uh an exciting game that one would like to watch this time of year i i can take you right through the decision making process here so we're looking at the regionals. The only regional that has two, two quote-unquote, local teams playing each other, Concord at Michigan City, and it's all the way over at Michigan City. And if you look on the John Harrell website, who's the he's a man that uh, does a fabulous job keeping track of scores and schedules and gives you the Sagarin ratings, and he offers predictions on the games. And he's got Michigan City winning this game 52-7. to so that kind of quelled the interest right there of doing that one. And does our TV signal reach that far? We are on cable in Michigan City. Okay. Yet. Now, uh, so then you look and say, well, who else is home? The only other two teams that are home, you've got Triton, which won a sectional for the first time in 10 years. Would be a great story, except they're playing number one ranked Pioneer. And John Harrell picks that game to be 59-7. to So, again, not competitive. I, I can't really excite too many people about that. The only other team that's home is Bremen. We had Bremen on the air earlier this year against South Bend Riley. Very good team. Fun to watch. Playing a Whiting team from the far northwest corner of Indiana. They are the farthest northwest school wow. in Indiana. And uh, they'll play them Friday night, and it's supposed to be a competitive game. Harrell says seven-point game. So let's put that one on Class 2A Regional, Whiting at Bremen. Did you play football at Bremen? I ran cross-country, Corey. Oh, 
And played chess. I played chess. And I, I played basketball. So that was my, my main thing. Okay. Chuck, you covered me which, a couple times. Huh? Which playing basketball, very similar to running cross country, because you'll run about four miles in a game, assuming you're guarding somebody. Right. <laughs> yeah, which we played zone defense, so we never really yeah, moved. they weren't really guarding anybody. So Bremen Whiting this Friday. Yes. It's an 8 p.m. kickoff. Oh, that is painfully late. Because? Yeah. Because Whiting is so far away and they're in a different uh, time zone. Central time zone. Are you going there? No. Oh, you're going no. to Bremen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My goodness. Wow. That was, see, that was but kind of the point. Going- that was kind of the point of the discussion. Had you been listening to anything I said, I was, I was, I was I, in and out. You would have noticed that I was talking about the teams that were still playing at home. Right. I was I, getting a text from Insomnia Cookies saying, "There's no way we'll ever advertise." Actually, there's one other team playing at home this week, and that's Mishawaka. They're playing Lowell, but we just had Mishawaka on the previous week. And you don't do two timers. I try not to. Not back sometimes. To back, sometimes it's unavoidable, but. We try not to. Will you go to Whiting this week? I will not. No. no. Uh, that'll be a phone call. Will, you Bo, to... will Bo Hunt be at Whiting? Does he cover games still? Well, Bo Hunt? Bo Hunt covers games, but again, the game is at Bremen. Right. Listening is a skill here, Engel. Uh, no, okay? <laughs> but and, I just asked if he's going to be I'm going by your track record of your video stuff. You yes, cover... typically I go to both teams. When they're both local, when when do you call it a when do you call it a I'm not going there? How far? Well, thirty miles. I, I would say an hour and a half is hour pretty good for me not to go in a different time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So once again, just to cover my notes, you're not going to Whiting. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, do you know Whiting's nickname, by the way? No, they're the Oilers, the Whiting. Oilers. Because of the the oil industry. The oil refineries so, that are up there. I, I was guessing. I had Whiting. no idea. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you uh, know what Bremen's called? The Lions. Yeah. Do you know why? Please. No, but I'm sure hoping Please you tell share. me. I have no idea either. Do you uh, know why they go I don't with see a lot case? of lions roaming around. Do you know why yeah. they go with a lowercase b on their helmets and not a big b? Do you know? Because uh, they're not time, sponsored sure. by a coffee house? Big b? <laughs> oh, wow. I've gone through my playlist of stuff. I do. You have didn't one... want to talk about Purdue's exciting win over Iowa, I am or Anthony Rizzo 36. getting the Golden Glove. We could talk about that. He got a Gold Glove for his fielding prowess. He shares the Gold Glove award actually at first base with Atlanta's Freddie Freeman. Which is, by the way, if you got a big old man in life that you want to grab a Christmas gift for, yes, Rizzo and Bryant World Series jerseys at Big and Tall on sale. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a good drop. Good to know. I went over there. I saw them last week. So we talked about Rizzo. Rizzo. You know who didn't get a gold glove that I thought would? Javi. Javi Baez. Yeah. But here's why Javi Baez doesn't get the gold glove. Because he boots too many routine plays Mm. or throws too many balls away. So his fielding percentage not as big as DJ LeMahieu from Colorado. Right. And he doesn't always play second base. Sometimes he's he's short. Sometimes he's at third. Can a team get more than one uh, Golden Glove you player? You could have nine. Really? I think the Red Sox had three. Mm-hmm. Three guys. Jackie Bradley Jr. Bet. Yep. <laughs> Mookie Betts. Mookie. Probably the best player in baseball. Or at least last year he was. Last year, yeah. True. It would be hard to say that about him previously, but 
Yeah. Right. Yes, yeah, exactly. Last year, he was the most electrifying player in baseball. And say. that's saying a lot with Javi because I exactly you know, Javi. Now the problem for Javi is after about September one, mm-hmm. I think he kind of hit the wall mm-hmm. and he didn't hold, do but a not whole in lot. a good way. See what I did there? Because the baseball hits the wall and sometimes that's a home run. Sometimes it's a ground roll double if it's at Wrigley Field when it hits the ivy. You know what I meant? No. <laughs> <laughs> not from one moment did he understand? No. Oh my goodness. Uh, the freebies and the mans took a field trip together on Saturday. I heard and saw it was a well documented trip. That might no, be it was well documented. That might be uh when was the last time the freebies and the mans got together? It would probably have been <laughs> trying to think. I think we might have crossed paths somewhere before, but I don't think yeah. we've ever gone anywhere together. I'll tell you this much, we oh. had a good time. Yes, we did. Like we had some laughs. We had Bob Seeger on in the car. <laughs> immediately, you were when say, I, we had Bob Nagel with us. <laughs> no, he wasn't immediately invited. when I got in the car, he had Bob Seeger on. I <laughs> and and his lovely wife Debbie goes, "Oh, you like Bob Seeger? Oh, well, I take it you don't." <laughs> we wanted them we to gonna, feel as welcome as possible. Uh, that's so. You, you're a Bob Seeger fan? Yes, I am. The Motor City. What's his nickname? The Motor City Madman? Well, that's Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Wasn't Bob Seger from Detroit, too? Yes. Sold a lot of cars for Chevy, I'll tell you. Like a rock. Like Like a rock. Did you review Bohemian Rat? Yeah, you did on Friday show. Nailed it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nailed it. Do you like Queen? I'm not a huge fan, but I'm definitely interested in the movie. The movie made me go back and listen to... because I know the hits. I know the hit. We all know the hits. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to an album from front to back, go back to like the 70s, they were doing stuff that, I mean, you can't get your head around sonically. Like sure. It's like, what in the world is going on? I, I know how, two things I wanted to bring up on the show today. I'm, I'm glad we started talking about Queen because it makes me ask you a question I asked you off the air in the studio this morning. He'll enjoy this. Why is Boston not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Interesting. You a fan of Boston? Again, I'm not a big classic rock guy, but, man, I'm aware. Man, I, I just... They hit a home run for me with a lot of their songs. Sure. And obviously their first album was mega big. They were on my bucket list uh, to see live. And unfortunately, not all the guys are alive. But right. two years ago, we saw them. And who they have in place to fill in the gaps are fantastic. But as I was telling him, and maybe you could jump in on this, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is run by basically a couple of rich guys who I think used to have their hand in Rolling Stone magazine. But since have gone, and now it's just kind of a late night uh, guys club that kind of goes, all right, who are we going to put in this year? Mm-hmm. And there's no real rhyme or reason or parameter to why. You know, the Boston thing, that's a great argument. The first three records alone, you should be, you should be invited with yeah. open arms. Yeah, immediately, right. Journey, open arms. Um, yeah, like Def Leppard, they should have been in there 10, 15 years ago. Uh Gosh, there's a couple people on the list this year that are nominated. I'm like, what? What? Especially considering it's a rock and roll Hall of Fame. Right. Yes. And you've got some 
very decidedly not rock and roll acts exactly nominated every year here's another thing and this is steering the boat completely off course here (laughs) there are no rules in podcasting but first of all friday we ran a bunch of polls on both 46 sports twitter and facebook asking people to pick the winners of the high school games Mm -hmm. and on facebook our followers got one out of five right okay at which I told them they could now be meteorologists. Um, but yesterday on Twitter, we ran a poll that had nothing to do with sports. And I want to get your guys' opinions on this. And I don't even know if you saw this I poll did. I'm, I'm excited about okay. where we're about to go. Matt, I don't know if you saw this. If a place sold just roasted or fried chicken skins, none of the meat, just the seasoned skin, would you buy them? Asking for a friend. No. Would I just buy the skin? Right. And not the chicken? Right. That, that's, oh, I wasn't ready for that question, really, to be what it is, but no, I would not. Well, Chuck. the options were yes, best part of it, or no, are you nuts? So you seem to be in the no, are you nuts category just from the look that you're giving me on yeah, your face well, right now just thinking which is it. like he's a very healthy individual yeah you work out he ran you cross country basketball yeah. watches yeah. what he eats mr man uh if it's kfc popeyes or any other one i would be first in line to buy the skins just to buy, like a just skin, to buy the skins like a skin wrap like I love uh, even Martin's. I love to peel that bad boy off and eat that first. Diane made a roasted chicken yesterday okay. in the oven. Go on, and I'm carving it. And as I'm carving it, well, occasionally that skin would get snagged on the knife, and then it's not on a piece of chicken anymore. Right. It's just kind of sitting. Got to do something with it. Got to do something. Oh my gosh, was that good? Now, so Ingle, you're out of this conversation. Did you uh, at any time yesterday? Did you take any of the skin and put it on no, your no, face and go, no, Clarice, no. Clarice? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. But, so you mentioned a couple of places. Yes. See, to me, the leader in the clubhouse, if I were going to just go for chicken skins, would be Nelson's. No. Oh, boy. We're going to have to go another layer on here, another branch <laughs> to this amazing tree. Now we've got to name the business. What, the chicken skin business? Yeah. Shirts or skins? <laughs> no, because then people might think they're getting a shirt. Just skins? Um, that gets racy. Or uh, skins? <laughs> uh, well, maybe. About, I'll tell you what. Have people send in to skins. Sports How about Yak. skins with a Z? <laughs> have people I mean, send in to Sports Yak with two Ks. Okay. What we should name this chicken skin business. Next of skins. Next of skin. Oh, oh. wow. That's that's good. Next of skins. Still with a Z at the end of skins. Okay. Skin deep. <laughs> skin to win. Skinny dipping. Skinny dipping. That's sauces. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have sauces. Variety of dips. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like you got ranch. There you go. <laughs> we have solved this. So, hey, you entrepreneurs out there. You can have that. That's yours. That's a freebie. But I get free skins. <laughs> free skins for life. Yes. They got a little picture of you when you walk in. Oh, that's him. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the guy. I'm the colonel. 
Out of curiosity. I would not be the colonel. I would be the captain. You're the captain. <laughs> what do you get? Do you get a basket of two or three? Do you get, uh, like, how would that be served? <laughs> well, the first. Like a roll up? I, like I'm not sure that I can use the first thought that popped into my no. head. Because we tend to be a family podcast. Yeah. I think I, I think I, I'm going to write down the word that popped into your head. Yes, that's that's how many that's how many you get. Oh, that's how many you get. Oh shoot! Couldn't have been better. So many ways to get a hold of us: Instagram, the Sports Yak with two Ks, Twitter, Sports Yak with two Ks. At 46 Sports. Oh, yeah, with one S. With one S. At the beginning and one at the end. You can email us, thesportsyak at gmail.com. I will either, uh, I'll leave this up to you. Uh, Chuck's not able to do this, but I will either give this to you or we can end the show. Would you like to learn how to do a 3D photo on your phone? Have you seen any of this uh, on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Would you like to learn how to do it? Yes, Corey, sure. Okay. Do you have Facebook on your phone? Uh, I don't. No, I don't really do Facebook much. You don't? Oh, no? Here, I'll run you through it, though. I'll run you through it. You open your Facebook app. Okay. And then you're going to type in, you're going to search for 3D Photos page. Okay. Okay, it'll pop right up. You hit the like button on the page. Then you completely shut down Facebook altogether. Okay. Then you, I've seen, got a dual dual lens with your iPhone. Right. Make sure you take a portrait, say, of the kids. Then when you go into your, okay, I'm going to post something on Facebook, you open it up, and then you got your laundry list of stuff you could do. Check-in, photo, whatever. Okay. All of a sudden, 3D photo pops up. Then when you put the portrait in there, it becomes a 3D photo just for Facebook. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you have an example? I do. I'd love to see what you're uh, I do. What you're talking about. I've got he an example. Find me one now. In fact, I'll go, here we go. I'm going to go, what's on your mind? I'm going to go down to 3D photo because I liked the page. Oh, wow. And it gives me all my portrait photos. All right. Here's a quality one with my co-host, Chuck Freebie. And it takes a second to do it. Oh, and wow. Look at that. It's like you're in the room with me. I'm going to go ahead and post that, and I'm not even going to tag it or anything. I'm just literally going to post it. So there you go. You're There's welcome, your 3D world. photo. That's really cool. You got a Bible verse to close us out? Uh, Yeah, I do. Let me go to Philippians uh, chapter 2, verse 3. Do nothing out of selfishness or out of vainglory. Rather, humbly regard others as more important than yourselves. Sports Yak being brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet in Elkhart. Big and Tall features big and tall men's clothing from many of the leading big men's catalogs for 50% off MSRP. That's Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart. And BigAndTallOutlet.com, because big guys got to look good, too. Matt Engel, thank you. Hope you you enjoy what just happened here. Can I come back? Yes, you can. Well, on his... Is it okay if he comes back? I didn't run that past you. (laughs) I put you on the spot. Like, I'm involved in executive decisions on the show? That's right. That's usually (laughs) Thad's call. That's Thad's call in there. And Thad's kind of... Oh, wow. Think about it. Pray about it. Until next time, which is more than likely Wednesday, have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to Sports Yak on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode of this hot garbage rant. Follow Sports Yak on Instagram and Twitter at Sports Yak with two Ks. This is Jimmy Shorts. That's gone.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.